I did a juice fast. How do you feel? How's your poops? It was it was really cleansing. Yeah. Um, the original I kind of re uh, rejiggered it. Uh, <laughs> I it was initially gonna be a sixty day juice. Oh fast. my god, that's okay. not possible. Wow. In, in, instead, inspired... you went to Jamba Juice for lunch one day, and that was that counted. That was no. It. I I I was serious about this. I got a I got a juicer, a powerful centrifugal juicer. Oh, the and, juicer um, that wouldn't come to you because of the hurricane. Correct. Right. Right. Uh, and then I got um I you know I got it's green juice you're you're living off of. You got to have your kale in there and what have you, so you get your protein in. You got to buy so, special kinds of wheat, don't you? Special. No, wheat. no. We're talking. This is my my standard juice was kale, Ugh. lemon, Eesh. ginger. Apple, celery, cucumber. You did not sounds, get past sounds, half a cup. No, that sounds really good. I don't no. know. No, the juice, kale, the juice anything with kale. Good. No, the, the other stuff, I, I sometimes, but you can throw in whatever you want. You know, throw in a kiwi, throw in uh, an let orange. Me, let me ask you something. Uh, all that stuff. So it's a juice fest. Essentially, can you make anything into juice and then it counts? Like no, a turkey not. leg? Yeah, no, no, no. You, yeah, throw a whole Dorito shell Taco Bell taco in there. <laughs> throw a couple of fun-sized Milky Ways. You are ready to go. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that. I actually tried to make, uh, at the advisement of somebody else who had done this, I tried to take uh, my pulp one day and turn it into pulp crackers, which is basically like you lay it flat, you mix it with a little wheat flax, with a little flaxseed meal, um, mm-hmm. and and you, you, you smush it out flat, and then you bake it. And try to turn it into so crackers. do you do that before or after you rub hemp oil through your long, <laughs> long dreadlocks? <laughs> you can actually use the hemp oil as a cooking agent, which works really nicely. Yeah, the hemp oil cut, helps to keep. Cut one um, of your locks off. You whisper a wish into it, and then you put <laughs> that in your juice, and then it's wish juice. Yeah. Uh, it takes a lot of hair to get a lot of juice out of it, though. This juice smells like a Dave Matthews Band concert. Justin McElroy and I know the best game of the week. My name is Griffin McElroy and I know the best game of the week. My name is Chris Plant and I know the best game of the week. My name is Russ Frustick and I'm really hungover. <gasps> what happened? I'm really hungover. Oh man. That you is guys like- are hungover. Griffin and I, let's see, last night was the Polygon launch party. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because of weather related incidents, neither Griffin nor I were able to attend. Um, so we missed out on the, the bitchin' hangover that you guys had. Yep. Mm-hmm. Had. I'm living it right have. now. Are You're living in the middle of. Russ Frushstick's elongated war cry at the beginning of every episode is like my North Star. It's like what I use <laughs> to navigate my way through the choppy waters of the episode. And I We are in the Bermuda Triangle right now. Can you give me something? I, uh... Oh, no. Yeah, it's terror. It's, it's, uh... It's bad. You think you hate it, yeah. But then when it's lopped off, you miss it so much. It's, it's like, like your penis. It's like well, there's literally. It's like you paved paradise say. and put up a parking lot. That's honestly what it's like. Or it's like cutting off your penis, like Justin said. It was more. Yeah, I like that too. Uh, so this is the besties where we take the latest games and we pit them against each other in a battle royale to see which one reigns supreme. 
We then pit that game against our current reigning champion to see if it dethrones it to take its spot in our uh, Hall of Fame. Uh, Russ Freshstick, what is our current reigning champion? Uh, it's, it's Need for Speed Most Wanted. Don't worry. Don't, no, yeah. for, okay. For the rest of the episode, don't ask Russ anything that he doesn't need to answer because it sounds no, like well, he's still clinically drunk. But I feel like there was uh, some confusion as to whether Dishonored got retired last week and Need for Speed won, or what What exactly happened? Yeah, for... Dishonored's going to come back at the end of the year. It's in the Hall of Fame. Okay, yeah. fine. Hall of Fame. And... Okay, uh, well, we're going to boot out Need for Speed, I'm sure, today, oh, so okay. it's fine. You've, have you still not like bought it and really spent some time with it? I drove some cars. You have not even played it yet. Let's leave it at that. Okay. He's driven a car or two. Yeah. Y'all... You already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, Rocket Money. They make it so easy to get your personal finances on track, and especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need. Keep the ones you want, get rid of the rest. Here's how it works. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have and it's worked, which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties rocketmoney.com slash besties so first off i want to continue basically the discussion we were having on assassin's creed 3 which i did not officially submit for approval of the midnight society last week you Um, hadn't played very much of it last week and i think we are all uh at least me and plant are at the point where you were last week and we've lived through the nightmare horror dreams that you experienced i still haven't touched the goddamn thing because oh my god the discussion that we had last week. I have I have way too much on my plate to play something, play some chaff, and I'm uh, I'm worried that that's what this is. It is profoundly depressing. Chaff is a is a good word for it, Griffin. I've now beaten. I've I've solved the tape. I solved the whole tape. It took me about twenty two hours, which for me in an Assassin's Creed game is unheard of. I'm the guy who goes and does every side mission, gets every sync point. Gets every you know whatever. The only thing I don't do usually is whatever the the most banal like you know feather or flag or whatever the the super uh, the the super overpopulated collectible is. But everything else I do um, and enjoy doing it. Go through methodically and do it. And now and in this game, I got to this point where I was like, if I don't finish this game, I if I don't just rush through and do the missions, I'm not going to finish this game because I am so displeased um i'll come back to me you guys are new to the experience what yeah. how did it how did well, it grab I, you I, I do want to reiterate what you were saying last week which is to say the first and i think you said five to six hours i think that's generous i think it's the first eight hours of this game are it's a tutorial like 
no kidding around and not like a fun god of war you're punching a kraken in the face tutorial it's like this is how you run on a building this is how you run on a tree and it just keeps going and going and going hey, I, I, I i there's nothing you don't feel like a badass it's just, you just feel well, you can't like, even climb a tree oh well you, sometimes you can yeah, later i mean you can't climb a tree for the first three or four hours yeah, you got to level up that ability. Yeah. My, my my problem with it is they they have a problem with not killing their ponies or darlings or whatever word it is that you want to use. They have they clearly had a uh, a two or three ideas that were probably good on paper and could have been solved, you know, in an hour of game time and rather than do that, they wanted to like just like tweak these like little twists in the story to the furthest extent. Like the example I could give would be Imagine seeing uh, the Sixth Sense, right? And it just lasted like eight hours. Like you knew around <laughs> an hour and a half that he saw dead people, but then they refused to say it out loud. Right. They're like, oh, you know, I don't know. He must see some people. Like they, they start using like bad pronouns just to like cover up what might be the secret. And that... And it's not a good... It's the most... It's the most obvious thing in the world, and it's not, like, I don't know. I, don't I was know. actually surprised and I didn't the, see it The coming. other bad thing is I don't want to get too much into spoilers, but just in general, I feel like there are a number of missed opportunities, uh, specifically with the beginning. But I, I think they had they they had a good original idea that could have revealed a lot about the, the entire world and the assassins and the Templars. And, like, what they chose to do with it is, like, hey, let's have this amazing concept and then do more of the same. The The weirdest thing about this extended tutorial, and I don't want to – and I, and I want to tell you, it is not the main bad thing in the game. It is part of one of many failures. But the worst part that the, about the tutorial is that there are huge mechanics that are confusing that uh, – are not covered by the tutorial. Let, let me whatsoever. just say. Let me just let say, me, as somebody who has not played this game at all, nothing you guys have said the entire episode makes any sense. Give me, give me some firm, okay, let me, like let me give you spoiler some... shit about what sucks about this game. Okay, let me let me tell you one thing. You don't buy advanced weapons and armor and uh, upgrades in this game. Like, if you want to upgrade your dude, there's only one way you do it, and you have to make. Um, uh, you have to have artisans that work for you, that live on your homestead, and these artisans you unlock with missions that you have to do that are hidden all throughout the world. You do these missions to unlock these artisans, and then you have to find recipes for them to make these things. And then, like, if you want to uh, upgrade to your sleeping darts, for example, um, like upgrade the the number of them you can carry. You have to find first the tailor that will make them for you, and then wait. Why a, is the tailor make sleeping darts? She makes a pouch that can carry more. Oh, okay. Uh, you you can you find uh, the the recipe to make this, and then you have to go into a menu where you buy the materials you will need for this from the person that's going to be making it. There is literally no <laughs> They've but they've got the shit. It's not even in the same menu. If you look at a recipe and you see something you don't have, you can't click on it to buy it. You have to back out, go to an original go to the another menu, buy it from that person, and then go back to the crafting menu to make it. And sometimes 
there are things in a recipe that have to be made also. So you make that first recipe, go back, buy the things you don't have, go make the supply you need for your sleeping dart pouch or what have you. And then you have to, uh, your artisan has to be of a certain level to craft these things. And it is never explained to you how the artisan's level, none of this system is explained. It's especially not explained to you how artisans level and, and get more, uh, become a higher artisan, level. To artisan make, points. Artisan points, AP. So I, it, I will tell you this, it is not repeatedly Ugh. making things as it is in, well, logic and earth yeah. and also every video game to ever have crafting ever. It is not that. I don't want to spoil it for you. But it's not having them make things. I, I, I'll give a, a, a concrete answer that is even more, I think, damning. And have, have any of you played uh, Army of Two, the 40th Day? Yes. It was directed by the same director as Assassin's Creed Three. And what's amazing is how many of the problems with that game just materialized in AC3. Uh, in the first six hours, you really, it could just be a film. Because the A to B to C is so precise that in a number of stealth missions uh, where you're walking, you're not climbing or doing any assassin stuff, you're literally just walking from bush to bush. If you walk at a speed or tempo that the game doesn't want you to, it automatically forces you to restart because you'll be seen and you desynchronize. But the problem is, like Army of Two, they decided that you only needed one checkpoint in a mission and that checkpoint is at the very beginning. So you will get very, you'll, you know, you'll evade like five guys, which really is just watching them deliver their lines. Like you're not actually doing anything. Uh, and then you'll get to the sixth guy, which is the one that is actually gamey and requires you to like have any strategy and you'll mess up and you'll restart and have to watch those five guys talk again. I mean, it's like maybe you'll mess up and maybe it'll be a bug. Maybe oh, uh, well, that his animation, his pathing will be messed there, up. There was one stealth mission where I finally got to like the eighth guy I had to sneak past. And I got past him, saved these people I needed to save, and one of them, one of the people I saved would somehow trigger the attention of the guards, randomly, I, at no fault of my own, and until I realized, basically, that I had to restart the entire game and play this mission, and when I did it that time, I saved the people, and it launched a cutscene, and everything was okay. Oh, man. I, I do want to mention, you know, obviously, there's a lot of points to complain about this game. I do want to mention that this would be the only game that I can think of, correct me if I'm wrong, where a small Native American boy captains a large warship. True? Yeah, I think I think he's a teen at that point, but yes, you're correct. Okay, um, a teenage Native American boy captains a large warship. And here's the surprise. There, I love that part. There are warship missions. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're good. They're fun. They're really good. You can do missions and you, like, you can upgrade your weaponry and... I don't think it has a good goddamn thing, again, with being an assassin. Like, none of it has anything to do with, like, sneaky, sneaky... I don't Aladdin. see anyone behind the cannons of that shit. Oh, fuck! <laughs> oh, no! Um, you can blend in with rocks and stuff it with your never, boat. It never works itself up to a good pace. Most of the plot, to me, is like was, like, incomprehensible. Even when he's um, like, yo, sup, I'm George Washington. You gonna go slit, slit some red throats? And then you're like... Yeah, I'll do it for you and for America, and then you do it, and then an eagle comes and it eats the body. Uh, you do transform into an eagle and go on a spirit journey. Also, you, I, I have to mention one more thing, because it was something Justin kind of hit on last week. 
when you do a mission, you have, like, four side missions you can do. And when you fail them, a giant red X appears and makes this awful noise. And it, it's like the equivalent it's a wh- of, like, It's a going... whammy, effectively. <laughs> it's a whammy, exactly. Yep. You, you literally and read a, my mind. It's like a going through your life. across the screen. You accomplish, like, a great thing. Like, you ask out, you know, the woman of your dreams. And she's like, yes. And it's like, you could have asked her out better. Whammy. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> your breath was terrible you got yeah, you, you got did married it. congratulations but you didn't get all the feathers whammy right rather than make it be a subtle thing that at the end you're like hey if you want to go back and play that again you don't but if you do <laughs> like here's an option and the and the thing is nothing is so enjoy the missions are so unenjoyable that you would never want to go back and, and go through them again they're completely linear it is completely prescribed to do exactly what they want when they want you to do it. Um, and that, that uh, there are good ideas here. There are inspired moments. There are, uh, it's a, a beautiful environment. Um, and, and, and that's really cool. I, the combat is maybe a little, I don't know. I don't it even feels want to say muddier better. than it used to be. Huh? It feel the combat feels like muddier than it used it, to. It, you don't have the counter, the counter kill thing, yeah. which is what I always used to like in Assassin's Creed, where you wait for the attack, you counter it, and then you kill the person, uh, th- then uh, that's gone. That system, well, that's not, not gone. That's still it's, there. It does not work on most people. Like that's You, can, you can occasionally pull it off, but he, but it's not a one-hit kill. It's a you'll start leaning into the guy with four or five attacks, yeah. and usually that's long enough for somebody else to come along and attack you, and then you've got to counter can we? Him. Can we all... Can we all agree that Assassin's Creed 2 was, like, the ultimate... Oh, no, Brotherhood. Actually, I think I might like Brotherhood, Brotherhood more bro- than Brotherhood Assassin's was, Creed 2. Mm, yeah, I would say they're about tied. Brotherhood added a lot of stuff, but there also felt like there was a lot of unnecessary stuff in Brotherhood. Yeah. I think I just have yeah, such but- affection for 2 because, like, that world just... I mean, it's either that or the iOS Gameloft Assassin's Creed game, I think, is probably up there. The, how how the- did... how? Like, how did this happen? Like, how did things how did things fall down this? When off? you have a company that's relying on two games, Just Dance and Assassin's Creed, and those games need to come out every single year, this is what happens. That's what it needed. It it needed to be. It needed another six months. Six months exactly. Of polish. It yep. doesn't have. It has all the basics are there, but and it it is clear at some point somebody just started cutting off limbs and was like, okay. We just need to cut this off and cauterize it so it's at least releasable. And it doesn't matter if it's fun or not. We don't we don't have time to play test it. We can't. We gotta we've gotta release it as is. And like I can't and and, and I think part of it I will own up to is part of it is the way I like to play these games. I like to go through and do all the side junk and, and you know, feel like I'm having an impact in the world. Um and it is made so profoundly unenjoyable to to play the game like that. Um, there, I you can get a courier mission where you have to go around town to give four letters to people. No one ever says what the letters are. They never say anything else than "thanks, you've done a great service." And I swear to God, I had to deliver four letters in the same city to four people who looked exactly the same, and all had the exact same bark when I delivered it. Like. That's Assassin's Creed One bullshit. Why are we back there? Why are you not making a good game? Like you know how to do it. Well, somebody at Ubisoft knows how to do it. Maybe this team doesn't. But the guys who made Revelations were on it. Well, um, not no no Revelations. No, well, is bad. no okay, Revelations is not great. Brotherhood is yeah. excellent. I mean, they know how 
I, I, it's it's but, bad. But here's the no, thing. Here's baffling. the thing. Here's the thing. Brotherhood came out the year after two, didn't it? Yes, but so that's yeah. the big trick is that so two had about two or three years between the first one and right. two coming out. Then two came out, set this awesome baseline for like this is what a kick-ass Assassin's Creed game is like, and then all Brotherhood was was building on top of that and adding more cool features. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't two years worth of work. It was a year's worth of work. So, but in this case, I guess you know, is. how much time did they have to essentially do what Assassin's Creed 2 did? Not nearly enough. I mean, they also don't have the brilliant game designer director that yeah. came up with all this. I sure. mean, that, that is a pretty big part of it. Yeah. Right. Well, so sad, sad news. Overall. I, and I, listen, I know we're in the minority here and, and maybe you are playing it and really having a good time. I know a lot of people are, are, are enjoying it, but. For me, um, I think a lot of that comes from the fact that people have played these, have played all of these games. I know that's why I kept playing. If it had been just a random action game, like, there is no way on God's green earth I would have finished it. No way. But, you know, you, you play, what, four games in a series, and the fifth one comes out. It's like, well, yeah, and it's supposed to be the last, you know, at least closing off an arc. Um, you know, I, I, of course I want to play it. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's um, let's move on because I'm really sad. It's, games like Assassin's Creed Three make me really happy. I have a GameFly membership. It seems it <laughs> seems tailored for that. <laughs> it know? is. No, it's not because it's your life. It's your it's your lifetime. That's what you're losing here. You're using your losing your precious heart. I mean, I'm still gonna play it. I'm still gonna play it. I just you know. Yeah, but it, he can leave after like a couple hours and just return it and not feel like he wasted exactly. sixty dollars. Exactly. God, I have done that to a depressing number of games this year. Let's move on. I'm super bummed. Let's talk about a really good game. If you do play it and you 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 know, get it from Gamefly or whatever, just don't get hung up on side stuff. Push through the game, finish the arc, um, and and be pretty depressed that they didn't release a better game. All right. Let's because it's a bummer. It's you cool. got to go down that spiral of sadness as fast as you possibly can. Yeah, just get down it to get to the bottom. It's like drinking all of your kale juice. Mm-hmm. You got to get to the bottom of it as fast as you can, and then you can see the future outlined in the kale leaves at the bottom of the glass. And the future is that Assassin's Creed Four is probably not going to be very good either. <laughs> um, I can I talk about my game then? Yeah, let's yeah. do Knights. Um, my game is an iOS game. It's been uh, it's been in the works for a while. You may have seen a, a, a teaser trailer for it. Maybe you haven't. It's called Knights of Pen and Paper. And it is almost the kind of game that I have been, like, preaching for somebody to make on a smartphone forever. Like, my kick has always been, why hasn't anybody made D&D for, for iPhone? Because it's made for it. Like, it, it is absolutely made for it. This kind of takes that idea, only it does more of an old-school D&D than, like, the modern tabletop board gamey version of it. Um, so, basically, you control a party of heroes that are customizable, and you also control the dungeon master. And all that you see is these people sitting at a table and the dungeon master, and then the background, like, changes depending on where you are. But you are basically watching a like old school game of Dungeons and Dragons take place and you control both sides. So like as the dungeon master, you can create a quest for the other people to go on. And then while they're on that quest, like when they're in a battle or something like that, you control the heroes. Um, And it's really, it's a really cute, 
interpretation of the whole thing. And more than that, it is like really very, very compelling. Like there are all kinds of classes to unlock and different, all of the players, um, you first have to choose the player and the players are like, I don't know, they seem like the sort of prototypical people who would play D&D. Like you can unlock like a pizza guy or you can unlock like a nerd or a jock or your little brother. Um, and then you assign them classes and then they level up and, and earn new skills and you can find all sorts of equipment and uh, go on all sorts of custom quests. And, so uh, I don't, I'm getting a little confused here. Okay. So you've got the dungeon, I'm sorry, you've got the human beings that yes. are playing Dungeons and Dragons and are you leveling them up? You are leveling up their, their characters. Their characters. But you can do stuff like uh, with the money that you earn in the game you can, uh, there's like this big in-game shop and you can purchase, you know, items for your characters or unlock new characters, or you can buy things for the room. Like you can buy snacks for the table <laughs> that will give your characters like temporary bonuses in battle. Doritos and Mountain buy, Dew. Like, decorations for the table, or you can like buy a new look for the dungeon master, or you can buy a new rug for the room or posters for the walls. And everything that you buy has like in-game interpretations. Like they may increase your magic for a while or they may oh, increase wow. like the rate that you find you know mining veins in the game or, or stuff to unlock um that's surprisingly uh well thought out it's very very clever like the the progression systems are fantastic and for me that's like the most important part of a, a, a mobile game um and, and this has it in spades and it's like the production values are very it's very pixelated and sprightly and uh it's 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 actually really deep. Um, okay, in t in terms of like explore, so like you're in a mission. Is so it like just from like the main battle, town, battle, battle. From the main town, like you choose a quest. By which I mean, like you choose what type of quest you want to do. Um, sometimes you can choose like what, like if you're going to hunt down items, you can choose what the item is, and then it tells you where to go, and then you go to that area, and then you can like create the battles. So like if you have to find twenty of some item. You can fight like one monster at a time and it'll be easier or you can elect to fight like five monsters at a time or like three really really difficult monsters like everything is custom tailored because you are playing both sides of the table um so there's there's a lot of strategy to it also the game gets harder uh as as like time goes along so you're constantly have you can't just like camp out in one place and keep going you have to you have to keep leveling up your your dudes um, i i have a question yeah the the game was developed by a small group in Brazil, and it has a really bizarre translation. Do you think that is just, you know, a tra bad translation, or that it is intentionally bad English? Like, Japanese I haven't noticed it. Stuff. I haven't noticed it being that bad. I, I may be numbed to those sorts of things, but I, I, I didn't <laughs> think it was that awful. Um, have you played it at all, Plant? Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you? I are think you it's good. It? I, I. I'm, I think it's really charming. I think it, I, I think at its core, it's just like a grindy RPG mostly. Yeah. With really really cool art design that makes it feel more substantial than what you're actually doing, which mm -hmm. is like grinding characters and not really going anywhere. It is very. Uh, it is very like old school, uh, like dragon quest like mega mega grindy stuff um yeah. but i think that that i think that that kind of stuff really translate if you're into that genre like it's perfect for 
for, for smartphones because you're not like having to worry about all these twitchy controls and you're not like if you're not super into like social features in games it is it is appropriately quite anti-social for a dnd <laughs> game um i just think it shows how it, you people should just really explore better art design or just slightly unusual ideas because it is amazing how much that look and the premise of you know being in a room that changes and mm-hmm. goes from looking like your parents basement to looking like this dungeon it makes the game so much more enjoyable. Well, yeah. and honestly, like, not to skip, we're not going to skip ahead to a later game, but look at Angry Birds. The reason Angry Birds is such an enormous success is strictly 100% because of presentation. Because Crush the Castle came out and was essentially the same exact game, but it mm-hmm. looked ugly as sin. And then Angry Birds comes out and it's, like, adorable and looks like a, a cartoon. And that makes all the difference in the world. For- and I think so many game developers shirk. The, like presentation stuff because they're like oh whatever it's just the looks i want need to make sure the gameplay is amazing for me but both it, are so important for me it's it is refreshing to play a role-playing game on on this platform on my ipad that you can tell like at no point where they like well what if in order to take a turn they had to eat energy crystals and they recharge yeah. every like everyone is doing that square enix released this game called wizardlings recently where you play a wizard and it's like a new Square Enix RPG for the iPad. Don't mind if I do. And it's like tap five squares an hour and then you can unlock energy balls that you can use to tell your friends on Facebook. It's like, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> like, just That's pretty good. It's, oh, it's great. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like nobody is catering to that audience. Yeah. Like it, the ones who are, are Square Enix who are like releasing their old RPGs for 18 bucks a pop. Like, I don't know, I, I just, I just, it seems like it is a, a genre that doesn't require much from the controls of whatever platform it's on, and like, nobody's, nobody's utilizing that, really. Yeah, it's, it's a rarity. If you've been, if you have been hungry for this kind of game, I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna scratch your back. Do you know what I'm gonna download really it. hungry for, though? It made me hungry for just a D&D game that I can play with my friends Please. over the internet on an iPad. Christ, with like they made a Facebook game. Did you ever play that? The Heroes of Neverwinter? They made that game and it was it was cool. You didn't have synchronous multiplayer but what you could do was recruit your friends' characters and then they would get bonuses from you using them in their dungeons and their requests and it was like 4th edition D&D mechanics and it was awesome and nothing like that is on iPad. Yeah, but how many squares could you explore before you ran out of gems? That's the thing. Like, there wasn't, there weren't, I don't think I ever had to do any any microtransactions. And I played a significant amount of the game. I don't know. Just, God, well, Wizards of the Coast is becoming so, I don't know, To everyone's moving into tech. And they're like, what about paper? It's like, paper's all right, but tech is good, too. Your problem is paper right now. Too much, too much paper, I think. Mm-hmm. You go get a phone, you just want a phone to talk to your friends and family, you're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts and you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech. You know, the contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans, there is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. 
You want to pay hundreds of dollars for like literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice, easy solution, save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, pay 15 bucks a month? Say bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw dropping monthly bills. The unexpected overages sound familiar to get this new customer offer and get your new three month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This episode of The Besties is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right, so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up. You just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi. And once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old. I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old. And they both love their Aura frames and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, hey, uh, does anybody have anything else going on in their life that aren't, isn't gaming-related? Uh, I was going to just talk about our party a little bit, but... Yeah, how'd it go? So, uh, I think there was some concern. I, I, let me... I'll load it up. Uh, you, as you probably heard in the introduction, we uh, had our Polygon launch party last night. Uh, I'm still reeling from it, as are many Polygon people. Um, there was some concern, obviously, because of the weather, because New York, the New York area has been battered by weather in the last two weeks. First by Hurricane Sandy who's lovely, and then by uh, a nor'easter named Athena, I believe. I didn't even know they named nor'easters. Anyway, uh, there was some concern that people wouldn't show up, especially since, like, Justin and Griffin, their fights got canceled. A bunch of other Polygon folks' fights got canceled. But uh, it turns out uh, a whole lot of people ended up coming, and it was at this very cool place called the Classic Cars something or other on the lower... What neighborhood is that plant? Battery? No. Are you kidding? Tribeca? No, I don't know. It's basically West Village still. It's like it's still south it's of the West. Anyway, Soho. oh my God, no one could be less interested. No. <laughs> anyway, I I, think I wanted we, to I, say I think we have a lot to talk about about whether or not this is the Triangle below a canal or West Soho. <laughs> you want to go into it a little more? What do you think, Griffin? I think that I hate everyone who has ever lived in New York City. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I'm mentioning this, apart from it being an excellent party, uh, so. We got to, I got to meet some of our developers last night, which I really hadn't gotten a chance to do. 
Um, my experience working with developers is generally like I'll email them when something's broken and they'll respond to me very quickly with a fix. And I'm always like amazed by the, them being human beings. But meeting them in, in person made them incredibly charming to me. And uh, one in particular uh, named David Zhao, uh, who has been working on Polygon since the beginning, clearly, I, a brief segue, I went to college in Boston, and all the MIT parties were always the craziest parties. Mm-hmm. MIT kids went nuts. There's a, lot of, there's like, a lot of repressed urges, yeah, that's what it is. I think, that is involved with uh, knowing how technology works. Right. Uh, your brain sort of compartmentalizes into a uh, work mode, which takes up 98% of your life. And then that 2% of party mode is so extremely oh, just, underdeveloped oh, that people go insane. Yeah, they go hog wild. Long, long story short, uh, David Zhao, one of our developers, uh, went out last night at around, I guess it was like 3 a.m. And this is the tweet that he posted. Ow, at Polygon, go sleeping my karaoke still for F pizza is really delicious duck where is my room card klein d more food and pizza now bend so it sounds like that tweet was written over the course of like two and a half hours like he would pull yeah. it out he kept going back to it. knock out a couple characters slip it back in his phone because he got distracted by pizza i guess i like how it sounds like a transcendental poem yeah like, duck it is now it's, it's haunting so uh, yeah, we had a good time. It was a lot of fun, and I'm, good, I'm and glad. I'm still I bet, have a bit of a headache, but otherwise. What did you guys do? I, Justin, you had a birthday yesterday. Yeah, yesterday was my birthday. Um, I watched. I went to get some uh, Japanese food, cooked hibachi style, as I as is my preference. Can and you make the volcano with the steam? Yes, he did all the hit, all the hits. Awesome. Did he throw things at hot shrimp at your mouth with a, like a Yeah, knife? and I caught him because I'm the birthday boy. Yeah, did you do that? Did you catch, so you were t- sitting at a table, paint a picture for me because I need this. You were sitting at a table full of strangers. They threw a hot, oily shrimp in your mouth and you clapped your hands together and were like, I'm a birthday boy. <laughs> like birthday a seal. Boy. Uh, yeah, so I was like seal. Angry Birds Star Wars is out and it is sweeping the nation. Have you played it? I have played it. Everyone played it? No. Uh, I have personally played it. I gotta say though, and I'm, I'm, I've put more time into this Angry Birds than ever. I'm still not a big fan of Angry Birds as a game design. I, there's too much randomness for me to enjoy it. But uh, presentation wise, this is a delight. I don't think one. There's no randomness. <laughs> it's it's physics. Wait, you can still you shoot mean? it. Like well, it's not like it's not like you shoot it and me? then they spin a, a poker or a roulette wheel. Well, no. I mean, there like, is a ran- the the um, the way the physics are presented though introduces a a randomness to the. I mean, it's like yeah. It, it, would you prefer chaos theory? Yeah. Do you is remember? That, that, do you remember that scene in Jurassic Park where they life finds drop, a way? They put the drop of water on on Helen Hunt. Not Helen Hunt. Fuck, Ellen. What up? Who was in Jurassic Park? Right. This is more important than what you were talking about. No, Laura Dern. Um, God damn. the what the thing uh. is, it uh, no one plans on it's it's a little like worms in that regard. Like you get. No I'm, I'm going to disagree things. with you strongly in a second, but continue. No one plans on the things. It, it's just too common for for an unintended consequence to happen, I, and that's bullshit. Me, 
No, I don't I, compare actually, it to worms. I'm, worms is like a chess. We're not like, gonna get into this times ten. Rust and worms is gross. I'm, I'm I don't know about, then I won't compare it to worms, but still, the, I agree. A lot with of you. times it seems random whether or not I I succeed, and and also the scoring seems random. It seems to me that if I manage to complete a level with only one bird, then I should always get three stars. I, I would completely I agree better. with that. I don't. The scoring is totally chaos. At, at the very least, tell me how many points I need to get three stars. It's like something, yeah. So at least I know what I'm shooting for. That being okay. said. And, and Plant played this too, so uh, he can certainly attest to this. I think the randomness is a lot more limited than it has been in previous games because more of this game is focused around like very accurate use of the bird's powers than it has been in previous games. Maybe you should set this up a little bit. We kind okay. of don't stuff Yeah, into. should I so, do it since I wrote the review? <laughs> so um, Angry uh Star Wars, essentially you're obviously the birds represent the different characters in Star Wars. We're talking about Luke Skywalker, who's a bird. Who? We're talking about Han Solo, who's also a bird. Uh, <laughs> there's a few other bird-like characters. And each of those uh, uh, birds have special abilities, as they always have. But these special abilities uh, seem to be more thoughtful. So in the case of Luke, he's got a uh, lightsaber. So he can, like, wipe away... He can slash it like a wall, but the bird still keeps going. So essentially, it's a whole timing mechanic where you're like getting rid of the first like barrier and then using his momentum to like take care of the second barrier. Where is Charger Jar uh, Binks? Uh, it's only maybe. original trilogy, so yeah, far. it's only original trilogy. Ugh, why would they go with the worst trilogy? Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, seriously. I love, I love the big fat Gungan, the King Gungan. What was he's his? hilarious. I loved. He um, like farts. He farts, and then Jar Jar Binks is like, mm, so smelly." <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Uh, I, I, to go off, Russ, I think your problem with it, Justin, is you basically aim and then you let go, and then maybe you hit another button, and that button usually like makes the bird big or it drops a bomb, but. Really, it's kind of just doing a lot of damage. That's kind of like what the Angry Birds thing is. Like, fling it and then hit the damage button. Mm -hmm. And here, there's more choice. Like, there's you actually can aim. With Han Solo, you can, like, aim somewhere on the back of the map and, and shoot something way over there. So you're actually choosing to do a lot more than just hit the, hit the kill button. Uh, and other examples of this is you can actually deflect things now. So things that you can't even reach uh, on a screen, you can suddenly get by like having an enemy fire something at you, and then you using lightsabers to deflect that and sending it way off in the screen. So I think there's a lot more you can do in this game than any other Angry Birds, where it's pretty much pull the bird back, let it go, and it hits the wall and knocks crap over. Yep, there's a lot more depth to it. Also, Greedo gets shot in the face. Yeah. Isn't Spoilers. isn't that chaos though? What people love about these kinds of games? Well, I think it's what it, dumb it people ways. love about these I games. I think that's what's good about this one is you can play it and just knock over all the crap. That's that's what I loved about Racketeer is that sometimes you'd pull it back and then you'd let it go and it would just fall impotently to the ground, or sometimes <laughs> you'd pull it back and launch it and it would like go backwards and hit you in the face, like that one clip from the reality show where the woman got destroyed by that watermelon. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good clip. God, I so loved you loved Reketeer, as God, we all know. Damn, it was good. Was it really? No, yeah, it's a good one. It was a dog fart. Hey, let's talk about Halo. <laughs> um. Anyway, I, I, I gotta say, as a as a non Anger Words fan, 
uh, I'm digging it. I'm, I'm, I think I will continue to play it. Because you're right. The, it does introduce the powers, introduce an extra level of of Ga- skill game. and timing. Like, there's a game to it now. Th- that's, that's, yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at, right? It's not just a toy. Um, it feels more game-like, while still keeping a good amount of randomness. Yeah. Um, Guys. I need more than I'd like. I've got to do something about this broner. We've got to talk about Halo. <laughs> it's Halo 3. It's the next Finish one. the fight. Uh, it's Let's Halo 4, it right. actually. Let's do it tonight. Halo oh. 4. Let's play Halo 3. That's not the theme song. It's hard for me to get, like, jized when I turn on the Halo without hearing that. I like the new song, but now it's just, like, a lady, like, wailing. And she sounds Yeah, but it was sad. always that. It was always, oh. Well, no, it was like a monastic no, chant. Bah, 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 and yeah, then, like, Stevie Ray Vaughan is like, hold on, let me Who actually does it? It was SRV. He was tuning up his geek box while over a monastic chant. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to kill Boner, is what I would say out loud. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you guys, has everyone played it? I played the first, like, two levels. I, but That's about where I'm at. And some yeah. multiplayer. I played about, I'm about four deep in the campaign and i'm about level 12 i think in multiplayer um okay and that I, sounds very low it's uh it's it's probably my favorite i don't know about the campaign because i haven't really gotten that deep into it so far like i don't it seems kind of they introduce a character who seems like a major character in the canon but i have played every halo game and i do not know this guy from I, dick like oh not the doctor you weren't talking about the doctor no no no. i know her because i actually okay. did i actually i read the fall of reach um, but you, no, you didn't. I did. You read that whole book? Yeah, yeah. It was good. It was like oh a, it was like one of those old Nintendo Power novels. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, they introduced some. You character. mean uh, Worlds of Power? Worlds of Power. Yes, it was by uh, FX Nine. Yeah, I read uh, Metal Gear Solid. The or the, I guess it was just Metal Gear. The Worlds of Power. Novel. Anyway, that's not Jermaine. What is Jermaine? <laughs> is they introduce like the main antagonist of the game, and it's like not him again. And it's like guys. I don't know who that is, and you're guilty talking... spark. No, they're like using his name and stuff, and it's like, oh, it's. I don't want to spoil it, and I'm like, oh, okay. Mr. Glass. It's. Is it Mr. Glass? It's Mr. Glass. Yes, from Unbreakable. <laughs> um, He's back. I, so I don't know about the campaign, but the multiplayer is like, I'm having more fun with it than I think. I, I, I would say so. I obviously played for about an hour, so not very much. But I would say that the opening cutscene, and I don't want to ruin it for people, but the op- opening cutscene for the first time, I think, ever in a Halo game, made me sort of interested in the character of Master Chief. Yeah. It's and, an like, interesting storyline. Story like, the Fall of Reach actually sets him up in a way that, like, no 100 Halo games ever could. Like, it, yeah, it introduces it, the... People always talk about how he's this character. He's just this empty box that players can put into. Like, he's actually pretty well-defined in that yeah. book. Um, but they don't do that in any of the games, which has always been weird. Well, yeah, because people don't play games for narrative. Duh! Doi. How many guns is it? So, um... <laughs> All I can really talk about is the multiplayer, and it's good. They've added a lot of progression hooks that really get my new. Well, going. okay. So, how Call of Duty E is it? It's pretty Call of Duty E. Um, okay. What's strange is that they actually introduced some Call of Duty E stuff in uh, Reach, I guess, like the challenges and the daily challenges. Like, oh yeah, I, I got pretty into those, and so far I haven't. I don't know if those exist in in Halo Four. I don't think they do. Um, what the big hook for Call of Duty is its progression system, but also like all of the stuff that they put in other than victory or defeat in a match. 
they put in stuff like get 100 kills with this weapon or get 10 kills with this attachment or do all of these. That's a challenge, though. Yeah, they're, they're challenges, and those don't seem You were to, just saying they weren't in there. I don't think they're in Halo 4 is what I'm saying. Oh, oh, oh. Those are, those are like Call of Duty's bread and butter. It yeah. gives you something to think about, like an overarching storyline for your character outside of winning or losing a match. Um, yeah. And I'm worried about that not being there, like not being able to keep me enraptured. The multiplayer. What are what are some of the things you're unlocking in multiplayer? Like everything, like uh, so your your guy, like you have loadouts, you have customizable loadouts for the first time yeah. in Halo. So you and it's not just aesthetic, like armor and armor abilities and stuff like that. Like you pick which primary weapon you spawn with, you pick which secondary weapon you spawn with, you pick your grenade type, you pick your armor ability, and then there's stuff like uh, there's offensive upgrades. So, like, you can take on an upgrade that makes your shield recharge faster. Or, like, oh, you cool. sprint. Everybody can sprint now without having to have that armor ability. You can sprint infinitely. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. I love it. Um, so, there's, like... So, there's perks, essentially. Perks, yeah. It's basically, yeah. like, an old Call of Duty, you know, create a class. Um, so, you're, you're unlocking that stuff. You're also unlocking Spartan points every time you get a level. So, you have to purchase the stuff once it unlocks you're like having to make decisions about what you want in a build um which is interesting in the dialogue of halo because these weapons are so like you know what weapons you prefer in halo so now your buying decisions are like so well informed at this point like it really i like the needler yeah the needler is actually pretty dope in this game you can't actually unlock the needler for your for your loadout that's how they measured out like you can't unlock the rocket launcher so that you'd always have it it's like the basic rifles and pistols and stuff like that yeah um so that so that part of the game has has taken me over a bit justin you've played it a lot what do you think me i think it is good i don't really understand the dominion part of it i played some more of that that is the big problem there is no there there are a lot of new modes in halo 4 like dominion and regicide and flood and they don't i don't think regicide is new is it not i don't think so anyway they don't explain jack shit like they don't tell you exactly how these modes work and it's kind of dominion especially seems kind of confusing basically from i'm sure it's one of those things like once you understand it it's the most obvious thing in the world just hopping in i've had fun when i've played it i just don't understand basically there are three there are three uh, headquarters on the map, and you have to capture them in sort of battlefield style. And then those headquarters, uh, at intervals of like 30 seconds, I think, they get reinforced. So like they'll get an automatic turret on top of it. Oh, or they'll cool. get like weapons inside of it. Um, so the longer you can hold it, the better it is for you, but it also becomes harder for your opponents to capture. And if you can capture all three on a map, um then it goes into sudden death mode and if you can kill the whole team the whole other team before they can recapture one of the territories then you've won the game but you're also like they're ticking off points for you while you hold them so there's a point cap that you're counting up to too so there's there's so how did you figure that out it took me like five matches to figure it out and my first you know i guess that's not too bad of a learning curve but like like a 10 second video could have explained that and they did they decided not to put that in or us eight hour introduction. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, some of the modes that I w- are kind of like the flood mode. It's basically like zombie mode from from the past games, where yeah. one player starts off with a zombie, and as they kill players, they get transferred over to the zombie, and you get points for kills on both sides. Except these zombies are flood this time, and mm. they start off with like the lunging. They look like flood, like you basically turn into flood instead of just like a player with darker armor. Um, and you have like special armor abilities that you can choose from. Um, 
I've, I've had a lot of fun with that mode too. That's pretty cool. Um, I do want to say it looks like a big step above Halo Reach graphically. Graphically, yeah, it's gorgeous. Like, per, it's pretty amazing to see this late in the console cycle making such a large jump. Um, and also the audio, they put a lot of work into the audio. So all the guns were like, sound like way more powerful than they used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm terrible at Halo multiplayer. It's, yeah, I'm not good at kill because it takes like 10 seconds to kill a guy with the like, shields that's, and all that that's stuff. That's the thing. I, I was hesitant to buy it because I know Call of Duty comes out next week and I've always yep. favored that multiplayer. Yeah. That's my jam. Um, for, and it really is only for the reason that it only takes a couple shots to kill a guy. And that completely yep. changes the whole dialogue of, of the of the multiplayer. Um, but I gotta say, like, I'm having fun with Halo Four. I think that I will continue to play it even after I'm playing Call of Duty multiplayer. Um, I, I always feel like it's a better party game because it takes so long to kill someone that you end up having to work together, or there's a lot more stealing people's kills, and, mm-hmm. just and it's a lot more feels a little more chaotic and fun. If you can find the rocket launcher, you can probably take out the best player in the room. If you yeah. aren't if you aren't dumb about it, like it, there is something to be said about that, um, but I I don't know I kind of prefer I kind of prefer it, the loadouts still aren't so finely tuned that you can build your like entire strategy around it because yeah because there's extent, only like two rifles right well no there's like six but oh, to really? some extent um you still gotta like even when you have your best loadout you still gotta like go around and scavenge for stuff yeah i don't, I don't care for that i don't care for that I don't it's, like... it's a very old school sensibility that doesn't like yeah. it just doesn't uh, i'm not saying it's bad it's just like not what i prefer they did add some stuff where it like gives you a hud like indication as to like where the super weapons yeah. are and that's which, yeah, that is like so nice helpful because you don't have to like memorize the map um yeah and, and that's cool but like i i am what i love more than anything about multiplayer and first-person shooters is defining like what my class is and like the yeah. pick 10 stuff that they're doing in black ops 2 just looks so like fucking compelling to me like i'm gonna get so deep into that like i i think it kind of it kind of makes this loadout system seem a little bit limited but uh, that that being said no halo game has ever done it before and it is such a welcome improvement for me yeah good good step in the right direction mm-hmm. I dare say, I think we have a very clear winner this week. What do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah. I think, so. I think it's probably going to be Halo. It seems like. Oh, I was going to go with Angry Birds Star Wars. but Hey, I have a question <laughs> about Angry Birds Star Wars. Congratulations, yeah. Halo. Sure. Uh, Halo's better than Most Wanted. Is everybody yeah, I think I'm, I'll go with that. I'm sure Most Wanted's good, but. Sorry, Most Wanted. Uh, Griffin, See you around what, forever. What do you think, Griffin? I, I mean, what do you think, Dodo? You've played. If we're talking both. about, like. God, I don't know. I have caught. I have like, most wanted has extracted from me these squeals of joy that I don't think any game has this year. Like it has these moments of punctuated, like holy shit, that I don't think, I don't think Halo Four has got. Like Halo Four is such a good, good game. I don't know, guys. Don't make yeah. me choose. Yeah. Well, okay, you don't have to. Because we'll choose well, for you. Want, we're we're for not going to bounce Most Wanted from two people who haven't played it. Yeah, that's the thing. Chris, I think Chris, uh, I played Most Wanted. Okay, no, you, you played haven't. it for you played 20 minutes. Play Chris Plant. Yeah. Have you played Halo, Chris Plant? No, no that's a problem. Oh, man. You know what? Can, how about how about we bring it this discussion at the, the top of next week? And I'll it doesn't play work Halo. that way. That's in no, the show. Most Wanted cannot live in perpetuity. 
Yeah, we'll we keep, can't most, keep wanted. most Wanted. Why can't we keep Most Wanted? Because Halo 4 is, like, way better. You don't yep. know that. We I do. But you don't know it either. This is why we have a discussion here. I know Griffin is the one who would know it. God, he I has, please he don't. squeals. All right. Griffin, you have to choose. Yep. Literally. You, you you have let's do pros and cons. Pros and cons. Okay. Most Wanted. Totally sick cars. Totally sweet racing. It's Burnout, <laughs> but with a different name, so that's pretty fresh. Bad single player. It's got a really great soundtrack. You heard that Icona Pop song? It's like, I want it. That's a good track. I like that very much. Bads. Also known as single cons. Player. Too much crashing. Um, it's you gotta drive. Hard to escape from the cops. It's, it's very hard to escape from cops. The AI, AI is silly. Um, the AI is not that the, bad. Uh, this does not even sound close. I, Halo I don't, Four pros loadouts love it. Points gotta get them. Graphics <laughs> graphics are top notch. Got em. Pro quality. Good sound. Full, cons full cons. I'm probably gonna play Black Ops Two more. <laughs> That's not yeah, a con. All right, you can't get, pick that as a yeah, con. Yeah, yeah, wait, 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 wait. That's a pretty big con, because if Black Ops is just going to whoop it next week... Yeah, nothing. but there's tons of people that like Halo. We're not doing. We're not deciding it on their behalf. We're deciding what our bestie bestie is. Uh, I, can, I mean, and I you, can tell you, you guys, are, you guys that we can... You, I get a sense that you are spiteful for racing games. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Blood, I actually forgot. I played 30 game. hours of Neighbor Speed Most Wanted. This is not even... This is not even... I mean, like... This isn't a ca- case where, if the game was good enough, I will play a racing game. But like, I it has gotten nowhere near unanimous praise. It's gotten some good stuff. But even you, oh, Chris is that, play, is that, is that about... how you play your games now? You just wait and see if there's a lot of praise. No, dumb dumb. That is how, how I choose like my best game of the year. You you don't choose the best game of the year off of other people's praise. I you think need... I don't like it. You need to play this game. Both of you need to go play. You said it speed. when you were reviewing it. You said there were things you didn't like about it. Yeah, yep. that's, Th- that's there, there were baffling decisions. Honest. There are things I don't like about every game I play, except for Halo, which you didn't play. Hi, it's the biggest release of the year. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> wow, it's the biggest entertainment launch. Open I'm up sorry. your gob and shove these fucking Doritos in there. <laughs> yeah, is it warm between all those Doritos and Mountain Dews? Gu- guzzle it. Guzzle this game down. Guzzle like this a, like Rito. Uh, let's give it to Halo Four. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, nothing, we do, yeah, nothing we do fucking matters. We're all gonna die someday anyway. And what are we gonna do? <laughs> Sarah, I could go and I could kiss my girlfriend, or we can sit here and argue about Halo and Most Wanted. <laughs> None of this can fucking I... matters. Go outside, carve something, guys. I feel so bad for getting rid of Need for Speed. Yeah, I, that was well, a huge you know mistake. what? You can bury it next to uh, Little Big Planet Vita. <laughs> I cremated Little. Bit. You actually, you cremated Little Big Planet Vita while it was still alive. Dick. Yeah, it wasn't an honorable <laughs> death. It's, it's sack skin just peeling away. Thank you so much for joining us on the besties. Uh, we we have a lot of fun here, but but seriously, we really let's don't talk have about... that much. Not <laughs> we used to have a lot of fun here, but then a lot of big games started coming out every week, and it was not uh it was not as easy to make these decisions. Um, but we really appreciate uh, all of you joining us on this journey. Please recommend our show to a friend. Or uh, make sure you subscribe or give us a review on iTunes or what have you. Uh, if you want to read our stuff, it's all at Polygon.com. Visit there. Twitter it. Uh, Google Plus it. Facebook it. YouTube it. It's all Polygon. Just get it. Get it in you. Uh, like this Dori- like this Dorito-flavored Mountain Dew. Put it in you. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that'd be and- so good. 
Cooler Ranch? Can she, you, hey, Justin, can you, in your juicer, can you pour a bunch of maybe live wire and some Cooler Ranch in there and then juice it and then get rid of the chaff? And please don't die. Check this, check this out. Ecto Cooler Ranch. Oh, oh man. <laughs> nama nama. Uh, and, and that's going to do it for the, the besties. Make sure you join us again next Friday for the besties because shouldn't the world's best friends pick the world's best games? Bestie!